this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to talk about prepping our harvest and how to use the food meal to help do that. Specifically, I'm going to be covering a nice, simple recipe for a good vegetable-based sauce that you can prep in your freezer, or rather for the freezer, and that you can use with your food meal to make a delicious meal. This won't be hard, and the food meal that I'm talking about is the one you use by hand. There are some that plug in. That's not the one I'm talking about, but I'm sure you could use them. So open up your big book of stuff, because today we're going to learn how to use our vegetable harvest in order to prep a very yummy sauce. Also, the difficulty level, if you really want to know, is about a three because it's not that hard. It's seriously not that hard. And I think you'll enjoy it. Let's get started. Now, the gardens are popping, okay? And what we're doing is seeing a lot go on between the people sharing things that are ready in my yard and they are sharing things that are ready in their yard, even without bartering. Right now, I was able to share in the abundance of a good friend of mine who sent down a, for lack of a better word, a giant flat of grape tomatoes. And it's a wonderful blessing. It really is but you have to know what to do with them. And I don't really feel in this heat like making a traditional sauce because that's gonna take hours and I'm not in the mood for that. So what I've decided to do is prep some freezer bag sauces uh, of the raw ingredients. That means the sauce isn't made yet so that I don't have to do that now and I can wait until I'm ready to handle that at a better time. Now generally, I don't like to put those kinds of things off to another day. You know, if you always are putting things off, you'll find out that it's not on. Da -da -da. Okay, you, you, you're not laughing? That was a little funny, right? Maybe? Okay, moving, moving on, moving on. I know you wanted to laugh, even if you don't know you wanted to laugh. Or at least that's what I'm going to tell myself. I thought it was funny. But, you know, I like mom jokes. Okay, so the thing is, is that you can't just keep putting things off indefinitely. So if it becomes overwhelming, and that's for anything, try to get a little bit of some things done. You'll find if you break it up into smaller steps, then it's a little bit easier. Smaller steps make great journeys. So by prepping bags that, you know, normally I would just make everything at once and cook for the next five or six hours, I can just put everything in the bag and make my life so much easier. So in one of the bags, I'm going to describe to you what I have. I have some diced onions. I have some chopped grape tomatoes. I have some fresh oregano from my garden. I have some fresh basil from my garden. And I also have some yummy bell pepper. I'm considering adding some mushrooms to this. But I think I want to keep it simple right now. Now, why am I doing all this? 
well I know that when everything starts to thaw it's gonna look horrible and that's fine because I'm not freezing it to look pretty I'm freezing it so that I can make a lovely sauce I'm also going to add a little bit of water At this point, you might wonder why I'm adding water. That's because I, I really don't like for necessarily the chance of frostbite until I get to it. I don't anticipate this bag being in the deep freezer for a very long time, but I really don't know for sure. We also have a vacuum sealer here for freezing, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to work on that. I like to use that uh, to leave it to my husband to freeze his, the meat. That he gathers for us uh, he's an avid fisherman as well as other meat that we purchase or trade so that's something I try to wait and use for the meat because that's the most important to me but for me I'm going to put all of these things together into my freezer bag and put it in the freezer but it doesn't have to be a bag you can use uh, freezer safe containers you can always put them in freezer safe containers and that's another way you can do that. But adding water to the bag kind of keeps the frostbite from happening. Also, you can seed your tomatoes or leave the tomatoes with the seeds in them because when you use the food mill, you can usually use one of the, the settings or the, the little um, grates or screens that will catch all of the seeds. So that's not a real worry. When you're using your food mill, it's very important that you make sure you clean it before and after you use it. And I know that everybody has a clean kitchen in a perfect world and there's no dust, but we have had smoke and ash from wildfires here in Michigan. So this is primarily me talking to the people who are affected with this. If you have your pots and pans, food mills, uh, meat grinders and everything else out and they're not in a box and they're on your shelves, you need to, just as a maintenance, wipe them down, make sure they're clean. You never know what kind of film can get into your home. I live in an older home, so I know that not everything in here is hermetically sealed. I know that there's dust. Uh, there's dust just from humans living in here. So that's something that you want to keep in mind. And also when you're using your food mill, make sure you're using the right screen because if it's too large of a, an opening or like big holes, the seeds are going to come through. If you have a small, small one, the tiny holes, then you may not get all of the, the toothsomeness that you want if that's what you're looking for. So be mindful of that, especially when you're prepping the bag. If you're the kind of person who likes a chunky sauce, maybe freeze the tomatoes separately, the peppers separately, and then cook it all together and then uh, take those parts out before you run the rest through the food mill. And you can do that just by um, using a, a large uh, colander and having it drop back in. That's one way to keep the seeds from uh, clinging as much. But it's, it's a delicate situation, you'll get the hang of it. Another go-to recipe I really like is actually putting a carrot sauce 
with my tomatoes. That is just, it's the bee's knees. It's so good to me. I really enjoy it because it adds an amount of sweetness. So another mix that I recommend is tomatoes and carrots, preferably shredded. You can you can chop them, but I just like to shred them because more fit in the bag that way and they kind of get in the crevices and a little bit of onion and a cubanelle pepper to give it a little heat. So that's another recipe you can use or you can even use uh, the Romanian wax peppers or some banana peppers. I'm not the boss of you. You can pick what you want your taste to be like. I definitely recommend putting mushrooms in if you like mushrooms, but always check to make sure who's ever eating with you is not allergic to mushrooms. And yes, you can freeze mushrooms. I freeze mushrooms all the time. Keep in mind though, when you're making this kind of thing, you cannot thaw it out and then refreeze it later. Once you thaw it out the first time, you cook it down that day. So make sure before you thaw these out, you know you're gonna be able to give the proper amount of time to cooking this. And I'm sure you could probably make this an Instapot before you put it through your food mill. But since I don't have an Instapot, I don't know. I hope you will try sauce prepping this way that you'll, you know, prep some freezer bags with the vegetables and that way if you have a glut, because as you know, if you're a gardener, you get these times of year where you have gluts where everything ripens at once and you have to figure out how to process everything and you don't always have time or you're not always in the mood. There are a lot of people in my area, especially those who are Iraqi, um, specifically Chaldean in my area, who when they're processing these large amounts of sauce or foods, they don't cook indoors all the time if there's a huge huge sauce to process as well as some of my Italian neighbors what they do is they cook outside uh, because there's plenty of air air circulates and it gets really hot after cooking for so many hours they usually use a, a Coleman stove or a, a propane stove no I am not sponsored by Coleman and um, that way they can do, use large batches especially if they're using something like a turkey fryer pot that's something that's easy to do and when you have a glut you need to process a lot of food in a little bit of time, that's preferable. But this way, everything can be frozen and suspended in time, and when you're ready to get to it, you can just go right to it. I hope you will try this. I love sharing these kinds of shortcuts with my friends, and we're friends, right? And also, if you have time, add a little bit of pepper in there too. Remember, you're using the food mill. It won't hurt. You can even, if you have time, add the whole peppers instead of the, you know, the whole peppercorns instead of the ground pepper, because that way it'll keep even longer. You know, I'm not saying it won't work, but be careful. Too much pepper will make it too strong. All right. I look forward to seeing you here again on my Magical Cottagecore Life and get to prepping.